Hello and welcome back to the Art of the Matter. Well, this pandemic has continued far longer than I would have imagined. And as our lives have adapted to the possibility of being forever altered in this social landscape, we've discovered more about ourselves than we would have imagined a few months ago. Now, some of the things we have discovered have been enlightening, some humorous, and some have been quite alarming. Unfortunately, artists have been among the hardest hit economically uh, through this as well, whatever this is. Concert venues, theaters, film, television, museums, science centers, children's centers have all had to shut down, reduce hours, lay off staff, cut, cut staff, and radically modify procedures and policies. Now, in addition to that, given the new limits on hours of operation and crowd size, uh, some have been forced, unfortunately, to shutter their businesses forever. And through it all, art and artists have been some of the most resilient people, adapting to do virtual shows and online galleries, Zoom classes and discussions. Artists have continued to reinvent the world around them and showcase their vision of it. Now, as 2020 draws to a close, I've, I've noticed a trend in uh, gallery and exhibition calls, at least as we start to reopen, I guess, as well a word as any other, I guess, as good a word. Um, but I've noticed a trend in gallery and exhibition calls, and it seems that themes of isolation, separation, solitude, and other quarantine-related topics are incredibly popular. I'm not sure I like the topic, but I understand the need for artists to have an outlet to share their work, especially in these trying times. And props to the galleries for for making it relevant and keeping it relevant and things like that. Uh, my concern is good art is always relevant. It may not, you may not think so, but good art is always relevant. Um, there's always something in there. But anyway, that's that's irrelevant. That's that's what I think. But now I've also noticed that uh, many of the galleries and, and museums and other showcase opportunities are planning for a, a more pre-2020 environment in 2021. Now, especially in the latter half of the year. In other words, more people are becoming optimistic about next year. I think they're looking for a little more normal things. Now... I doubt that we will return to full normalcy for whatever that is, or whatever that is, uh, for lack of a better phrase, until a vaccine is proven and widely available, or the virus burns itself out. And to be honest with you, I think that's going to be closer to 2022 or maybe even 2023. Um, and I devoutly hope that I'm wrong. Like you, I'm, I miss attending live concerts and theater. I miss the street festivals that, that populate most cities, small and large, this time of year. Um, now, on the plus side, many, if not most, museums have reopened. And I mean that across the board. I've, uh, As I've looked at, at other museums and their operating hours and the restrictions and, and what they are doing, I see that most are reopened. Uh, they may have changed their days or their hours, and, and they obviously have certain restrictions, but most have reopened. And while they have measures in place to help limit the spread of disease, you know, wear a mask, wash your hands, limit the crowd size, you can still get out and see some great art. I strongly encourage you to go out and see some art, and soon. Now, 
many of the museums and galleries have extended their pre-shutdown exhibits or they've revised their offerings to include more from their own collections that are often overlooked or otherwise forgotten. And to be honest with you, I for one am very happy to see that happen. Those collections are collections. They're worth housing in a museum and they should get the wall time that they richly deserve. As you already know, I'm a huge advocate for local art and local artists. And to that end, I want to encourage you to seek out the smaller, less well-known museums and galleries. You never know when or where you will discover your new favorite artist. Um, I'm my personal, my, my favorite style of art, I guess you'd say is impressionism. And that that's just me. That's what I really, really like. That's what I really gravitate towards. That said, couple years ago I discovered a, a folk artist that I'd never heard of before and his stuff is amazing I didn't find it in a gallery I found it for sale in a one of those little roadside tourist track places and his work I'm telling you was amazing uh, so you never know where you're going to find it now, obviously, many of the, the small and local galleries and museums are more focused on being a showplace for local artists. And, and again, I'm all about seeing them get the wall time that they deserve. And yeah, that includes me. I'll be honest with you. A little, little, bit, of, little bit of self-promotion here. Um, during all of this mess, I began submitting for a few solo shows. Obviously, the shows that I would normally submit to weren't going to happen. So one of the shows that I, I uh, or one of the venues that I submitted to was accepted and next fall my first solo show called uh, Something in the Water will open in Toledo, Ohio at the Terhune Art Gallery on the campus of Owens Community College so go ahead and make your travel plans now I look forward to seeing you there in the coming weeks I plan to do at least a couple of local show reviews exhibition reviews I'll say exhibition reviews um, from a couple of local places. Um, so I hope you'll tune in for that. And if you know of some place that I may not go or I may not know about or something, drop me a line. Let me know. Reach out to me. And it doesn't matter where it is, anywhere in the country, because, you know, this is a podcast and people go everywhere, people listen to it everywhere. But let me know. I travel. I may decide to stop in one time, uh, and your suggestion of stopping into that gallery may be just what I needed to see, and that includes college campuses. I think that college campuses are one of the most overlooked places to find good art and good artists. Uh, yeah, they're students a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times, and, but I love seeing the student exhibitions. Um, it's obviously too late now to go see it. A few years ago, uh, my daughter was doing a college visit at Fairmount, Fairmont State University in Fairmont, West Virginia. Little gallery, their student work was up, uh, and I got to see that, and I'm always excited to see student work. And there were some pieces in there that absolutely blew me away. I was absolutely floored. The quality of the workmanship the the concepts the everything about these pieces was just spectacular 
Fairmont State, at least at the time, had a, uh, a an agreement with the students, the student body of the art department, that the best of show from their student show would be hung in the dean's office, either in the office or in the 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 waiting area for the dean's office for the following year. Personally, I think that is a wonderful, wonderful way for student art to get even more recognition, and I think it's great. Um, I would like to see more schools do that. Um, I have seen far too many colleges and universities, particularly smaller ones, um, not have any student art displayed anywhere. And that, to me, is, is very sad. Whether you're an art school or not, it's sad to me that you think so little, that the administration thinks so little of the students' work that they can't be showcased. Uh, that's that's a pretty sad state of affairs. I'm not going to call anybody out by name. Uh, you know who you are. And if you know me, come find me. I won't be shy to tell you person to person. Anyway, look for more show reviews or exhibition reviews from me. Uh, Look for more insight into what I am doing in art, uh, some of the trends that I may see. And, okay, if you really trust me, then listen to some of the recommendations I make. Uh, From time to time, I'll also be talking about uh, maybe a particular theatrical event. Um, This coming weekend, there is, in Ashland, Kentucky, there will be a shadow cast of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And Barry Boswick will be there uh, as a guest of honor doing a meet and greet and all that kind of stuff. So if you're in the area and you want to have a good night, go on down and, and enjoy. I've seen the shadow cast before from this group and they're good. Uh, it's certainly worth going to see. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. And until next time, keep focused on the art of the matter. <laughs>